0: everyone. I'm so glad you joined me today. We're going to talk today about being encouraged. Being encouraged. You know, we know we all, everybody that's lived on the face of the earth, all of us have our ups and downs. Sometimes when we're down we can become very, very, very discouraged. You know, and sometimes it's for a good reason. Sometimes we just wake up feeling that way. Sometimes it's, you know, a death in the family or a relationship trouble or maybe health issues or many problems or problems with, you know, children or parents or, or spouse. Sometimes it can be just aging or school issues or work issues. You know, there's all kinds of things that can leave us discouraged <clears throat> and feeling down, feeling down in the dumps. But, you know, our Heavenly Father knows this. He knows that we're subject to this um, and and that it happens to people. You know, many Times in the Bible, God in the Bible tells us to encourage other people. He even tells us to encourage ourselves. And the Bible even tells us that the Holy Spirit will encourage us. Isn't that wonderful? So, Christians, we all have a ministry to encourage other people. Sometimes we need to give encouragement, and sometimes we need to get encouragement. We need to receive it. And sometimes, like I said, we need to encourage ourselves. And all the the time, all the time, the Word of God can encourage you and the Holy Spirit can encourage you. So I'm going to give you some scriptures about how we're encouraged, how we can be encouraged. First one is the Heavenly Father encourages us. In Psalm Psalm 1017, it says, You hear, O Lord, the desires of the afflicted. You encourage them and you listen to their cry defending the fatherless and the oppressed in order that man who is of the earth may terrify no more. So here in the book of Psalms, it tells us that God wants to encourage us. He wants to listen to your cry. He wants to defend you. He wants to uh, help you if you're oppressed. There's so many things that God is just reaching out his hand and he wants to help you and he wants to encourage you. So the heavenly father, your heavenly father wants to encourage you and um, we can also pray that God would bring encouragement to other people and to ourselves in Second Thessalonians two sixteen, it says may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loves us and by his grace give us eternal encouragement and good hope encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word so we see here that This is written to uh, the Thessalonian church. And he's saying that uh, by God's grace, he gives us eternal encouragement and good hope. And he's praying that God would encourage these people's hearts and strengthen them in every good deed and work. So we can pray that God would encourage people and pray that God would encourage us. And then we also find that the word of God itself brings encouragement to us. In Romans 4.15, I'm sorry, 15.4, I got that backwards. (laughs) Romans 15.4, it says, For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. So if you're down in the dumps and you don't have any real hope, get in the word of God, start reading scriptures. And the Bible says that the scriptures will encourage you and give you hope, and we all need that. And then I talked earlier about the Holy Spirit encouraging us in Acts 9.31. It says, Then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria joined a time of peace. It was strengthened and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. It grew in numbers, living in the fear of the Lord. So the Holy Spirit is here to encourage you. And sometimes we just need to call upon the Holy Spirit to encourage us. And then um, it also tells us that we can encourage ourselves. And a lot of times we need to do that. We just need to get down and dirty and encourage ourselves and and kick ourselves in the behind and and remind ourselves of how good we do have it and how good uh, God is and how he's going to take care of us. In 1 Samuel 30 verse 6, This is in the New American Standard updated version. It says, Moreover, David was greatly distressed because the people spoke of stoning him. For the people were embittered, each one because his sons and his daughters. So he had a good reason to be discouraged. When somebody is trying to kill you, it's pretty bad. When a whole group of people is trying to kill you, and they're trying to kill you by stoning you, that's not a a fast death. That's a slow, brutal death. Uh, that has got to be very discouraging. But it says, But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. And how did he do it? I'm sure he reminded himself of how good his God was and how how much God was going to take care of him, how God was going to strengthen him, how God was going to deliver him. <clears throat> you know, we as Christians are told to be encouraging to other people. In 1 Thessalonians 5.11... It says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as, in fact, you are doing. So this church in Thessalonica was already encouraging people, and uh, they're just being told to continue cur- encouraging each other and building each other up. You know, we can tear people down, or we can encourage them, and it's a far better thing to encourage people. So we've, we found out today how we can be encouraged. We can pray for God to bring encouragement. The word of God encourages us. The Holy Spirit encourages us. We can encourage ourselves and we need to encourage others. So I'd like to encourage you today with some scriptures from the word of God. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will use me and the word of God to strengthen you and to encourage you. In Psalm 37, 4, Psalm 37:4, it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. And some people read that and they think, oh, well, I can delight myself in the Lord. and He's going to give me a boat and he's going to give me ice cream. And he's going give to me, give me, you know, the, the uh, Lamborghini that I want. And he's going to give me designer clothes. And that's not what it's talking about. It's, talking about delighting ourselves in the Lord, putting him first, and then our desires will be his desires, and he'll give us those desires. And the, and the, and the most important thing that God wants to give us is uh, souls. He wants souls brought into the kingdom of God. And When we delight ourselves in the Lord, I believe he gives us a supernatural desire to win the loss to him. So delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And when you see people born again, there's nothing more encouraging than that. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn. Now, that's not a discouraged person when you're shining like the dawn. The justice of your cause like the noonday sun. So God wants to encourage and strengthen you. Philippians 4.13 says, I I can do everything him who gives me the strength. So if you're dealing with something that you don't think that you can do, you, don't, you, know, you just don't have the strength to do it or the insight to do it, you pray and ask God to help you. And the Bible says that you can do everything through God who gives you the strength. <clears throat> and then, you know, do you support the gospel financially? Well, there's a special promise and encouragement for you. In Philippians 1, 3, it says, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership with the gospel from the first day till now. See, these people gave into the ministry of Paul, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So God is working in people who give to the ministry, uh, to to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, whether it's your local church or on the mission field. God is going to work in your life when you put him first that way. God also wants to encourage and help the people who are everybody who's hurting. In 2 Corinthians 1, verse 3, 2 Corinthians 1, verse 3, it says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with comfort we receive and have received from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also through Christ our comfort flows. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If, it is, if we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope in you is firm because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, you also share in our comfort. See, we all go through times in our lives that we need the comfort of the Lord. It's a supernatural thing that comes to us, a supernatural grace and ability, you know, that God gives us, um, that comforts us, that enables us, knowing that God stands by our side. He's there to help us. He's there to love us. He's there to be merciful and graceful to us. And then there's times in our lives that we really need wisdom. We really need to know what to do. In James 1:5, it says, If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. So if you're discouraged because you don't know what to do, you can't figure out what to do, the Bible says that we should ask God, and he will give you generously. He will give you wisdom generously than those who have sinned. You know, sometimes we uh, sin in our life, we stumble, we, we make mistakes, we do things that aren't right. And a lot of times that causes us to lose our joy. And God wants to help you with that. In Psalm 5110, and I've prayed this prayer many times, <clears throat> Psalm 5110. I prayed this a lot of times when I might have a bad attitude towards someone or someone's offended me or, you know, just just I'm grumpy or whatever, I pray this. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. So God is there. God is there for you. If you've goofed up, if you've messed up, if you've sinned, if you're... uh, Irritated with somebody or have a bad attitude, God is there to help you. Just go to him and pray a prayer like this. Lord, create in me a clean heart. Cleanse me. Cleanse my mind. Cleanse my heart. Um, you know, create, restore to me the joy of your salvation, Lord. And God will help you. Another thing that will really encourage you is you—you you, is that you can depend on God's promises. In 2 Corinthians 1, 20, it says, For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. So all God's promises in the word of God are for you. Uh, God has made them, and he wants to fulfill them in your life. So I hope these scriptures have encouraged you, have uplifted you, and anytime you have a need, just open up the word of God, and it's just so full of treasures and full of wisdom that will encourage you and, and help you get out of the doldrums. So, But if you've never uh, experienced anything like this, if you don't even know this Lord that I'm talking to I'm talking about, I encourage you to invite Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. Put your trust and faith in him. Believe in him with your whole heart. Repent of your sins and turn your life around. Turn to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And he will completely and totally change your life. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this. I encourage you. Pastor Terry has been teaching on Sunday morning about the Ten Commandments. It's been really good. And also, I'd like to encourage you, if you haven't already, to check out a sermon on political prophecies. What about political prophecies? You know, we're in election year, and um, uh, sometimes uh, there can be a lot, a lot of people prophesying about what's going to happen, who's going to win, you know, all kinds of things. And we need to know, the Bible says we're to judge prophecies, so we need to know how to judge them, uh, so we don't get kind of mixed up or confused or discouraged. <laughs> so it will be very helpful for you to uh, listen to that and uh, not be deceived by false prophecies or discouraged. So the link to that is listed in the details of this message. So I hope this has encouraged you keep your chin up, keep your faith in God, keep your joy full, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.